Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The V Report. It's your girl Nora Natish, and you know we got so much to talk about because it's the week of Super Bowl. A lot has been going on in the NBA. And to top it all off, there is a lot of trades going on. We got people moving teams, people moving across the country. It's a lot of action happening. So before we get to sports, we're going to talk about a little bit of housekeeping things because next week is Valentine's Day. What? So for all you lovers out there who are preparing for the weekend of love and romance, we also watch the Super Bowl, of course. This is some tips from your girl, Norma Tish. Tip number one, get your girl some roses. Get your partner some roses. And ladies, let's get these men something. I know we're supposed to be shower with roses and gifts and jewelry. Yes, but let's get them something. Even if it's something, you know, they ain't thinking about. Something small that they weren't thinking about the whole time. It goes a long way. Tip number two. If you have not already got your reservation, what are you waiting for? Because... By Friday, if you don't have things reserved, if you're doing a weekend thing, you probably already have to be reserved. But if you're just doing Valentine's Day on Monday, which it is, make sure your flowers are ordered. Make sure your reservation for your dinner has been made. Make sure whatever gifts you have are going to be arriving on Saturday. Okay? Be real with y'all. And those that got those things coming Monday, make sure it's coming on Monday. Because I'm just trying to make your households happy. Being I'm being real. And my last tip for Valentine's Day weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend too. Super Bowl gonna be on. Everybody gonna watch the game. Halftime is gonna be lit. We'll talk about that in the, in the report. Make sure that your Super Bowl plans don't conflict with your Valentine's Day plans. If your partner thinks you're supposed to be spending Super Bowl night with them, you know, doing romance stuff with them, make it clear you won't watch the game. Do not play yourself and think it's automatic. Come tell y'all, it's not automatic. You got to make that clear. Now, your girl, what she doing for Valentine's Day? That's none of your business, okay? But still, you guys want to make sure that you set up your weekend right because... So this is the weekend and you're supposed to get it, right? right, right. And all of those who are not doing anything for Valentine's Day, or 15, you better get yourself to CVS and Walgreens if you like candy like I do. Because all that candy going to be on sale. Hey. But again, your girl's working out, so she ain't going to eat candy. But just a little tip for y'all. Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day weekend and Valentine's Day day. So... Because when we're talking about Valentine's Day, we gotta go right into the Super Bowl. We are here. I'm not gonna lie, to you guys. Your girl did not watch the Pro Bowl. No, I'm not even gonna flex like I did. Didn't watch it. But the Super Bowl, I am pumped and excited for the Bengals to take on 
the Rams in their home field. This is a huge game. This is a lot of excitement. Um, all I've been seeing is Joe Burrow everywhere. Seeing Odell Beckham Jr. just plastered everywhere. I want to give him so much praise and love all from his friends, his family, his beautiful girlfriend. All this amazingness. I love it, love it, love it. He's going to be a daddy very soon. So it's just like, this is just nothing but excitement coming all this direction. But I just got to say, that's huge. This is a huge game. A lot of these, both teams were teams, people counted out. Everybody thought the Rams were full though. And everybody, including myself, because there were some games they shouldn't have lost. I'm just going to be real. But they were fool's gold. Yeah, they have Thanos with all the Infinity Stones, but you know, Thanos did get defeated by the Avengers. This is literally, and I'm not saying they're evil, I'm not gonna do that. Thanos wasn't technically evil, he just had a different way of looking at things. But I'm gonna say the Rams have everything they need to win. Their defense is scary. However, Joe Burrow is not afraid to get hit. We saw a Titans game nine sacks. And popped up like a little jumping bee and went back to the game. He's not afraid of that. And LSU grooms their quarterbacks and grooms their offense that way that they are prepared to get smacked around. That's what they do. I can't wait to see Jamar Chase and Jalen Ramsey go out. That's going to be fire. Those of y'all who love football, you love a good wide receiver defensive end thing. You love it. You love it. You need it. Because Ramsey is one of the best the best um, defensive player I've ever seen, personally. I love everything about that kid. And I know he's ready to be up in Jamar Chase's face. But Jamar Chase ain't no, ain't no scrub. This young man's a dog. So I can't wait to see how he, what he does out there with that. However, I am picking the Rams only because I do not trust the Bengals' defense to get the job done. I trust the Bengals offense. I know that Joe Burrow is going to do well. It's going to be, yeah, I'm going to say the first quarter of this game is going to be trash. It's going to be like three and three or 0 and three the first quarter. The both quarterbacks got, this is the first time in in the Super Bowl. It's the first time in these big moments. Um, There's a lot of stress and a lot of adrenaline is going to be there. And it's going to be a lot of overthrown passes. It's going to be a lot of short thrown passes. There might be an interception or two, or there might be some stuff going on that's going to be hectic and wild. Okay? I'm just keeping it real. But once we get to the end of the second quarter into halftime, we're going to see momentum shift. We're going to see it. Again, I think the Bengals are going to do pretty, I think they're going to put up some points early. However, that young man, Cooper Cup, I can't bet against Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is going to make a play or two or three or four. Yes, he is. So knowing that, I can't pick against the Rams. Because if there was no Cooper Cup, and Odell is in La La Land, this is the Bengals game to win. Even if Joe Burrow is going to be sacked like a mug. Joe is going to be thrown. That's going to happen. But he's going to keep getting back up. Aaron Donald wants to destroy Joe Burrow. But Joe going to keep getting back up. I guarantee it. He's going to keep getting back up. 
And I feel like the Bengals line is going, has been practicing and been watching enough film for the past week or two weeks to prepare for this game. To know that Aaron Donald and Von Miller are coming and they're coming strong and fast. So they're going to be preparing to protect Joe Burrow as much as they can. And also Joe Burrow is very jazzy. You know, to get out of the, in and out of the pocket, you know, you know, you know to protect himself. So that, I'm telling offensively, this game's going to be great. Now, again, the Rams get the defense. The Bengals don't have the defense. I know that I'm supposed to hate Eli Apple. I don't hate Eli Apple. I don't hate anybody. But when you hate as much as you hate on people like Eli Apple, that bad juju gonna come your way. I'm just being real. And you mess with the juju people, which is the Saints. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because if you think Cooper Cup's not going to embarrass you, on that field, you got another thing coming. Period. You got another thing coming. Cooper Cup is going to. Do, oh my God! I can't wait to see how that young man plays. And I'm hoping if he just like completely falls apart, I'm going to be so confused. I'll be like, this is ridiculous because the Rams were literally put together to be at this moment. They're, they're the home team. They have all the great pieces that can produce. Matthew Stafford, all he got, he got the receivers. He got the people to throw the ball too. And he doesn't have to throw that ball when he's be. Matthew Stafford can't be a boy during this game. He got to be a man. He got to be able to look at, get open receiver, be able to stay up, be able to not get sacked. Don't take crucial sacks. He likes to do that all the time. Don't do those things. That can't happen in this game. Because once the Bengals take that lead and then they they only need a two touchdown lead and they're going to they're gonna take over the game. Because that adrenaline, the adrenaline going to kick in in the um, fourth quarter for whoever's up or whoever's down by a slight amount. I honestly think it's going to be 24-21 ranked. This is going to be a close game. Because you have two dom- two dynamite quarterbacks. Well, I'm not going to say dynamite, but you know, you know what I mean. So two great quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, that's my guy. So I'm going to call my guy as a dynamite quarterback. Matt Stafford, I've watched him play since he was in college. I I, I think I'm pretty, I feel like he's ready for it. I think like he's ready for this moment. And it's going to be stressful. Of course it's going to be stressful. But I think he got this. I think he's going to be able to lead his team to victory and do what needs to be done. Um, most people are like, nah. But I think so. I remember watching Matthew Stafford when he was playing in Georgia. That's how I've been watching this young man since I was in college when he was playing college ball. So I'm ready. I I think this is his year. I think this is the Rams' year. I know that ESPN, really 66% believe this is the Rams are going to win this game. However, you don't ever count underdog because the same people, like, again, prove me wrong, Bengals. I want, I, as an analyst, I have to go with the facts and where the data takes me, which is the Rams. They have the better team. But my heart, you know where my LSU heart is, it's with the Bengals. It's with Jamar Chase. It's with Joe Burrow. And we also, let's not sleep. Let's not sleep on Joe Mixon. If Joe Mixon gets active, this might be a different type of game. Again, I think it's going to be a close game. And I can't wait, y'all. I can't wait. 
So we're gonna stay in the NFL news because something ginormous happened throughout the past week. Something huge, y'all. Something I I honestly didn't see coming at all. And I know I'm naive to it. I am naive, but I did not. I kid y'all, I did not see this coming. I did not see Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. retiring from football. I didn't see it coming. I didn't. I, I, it hurt. And you know why it hurt me? And not because, like, I love football. I'm a football person. Football is my thing. Football is my game. It's my favorite sport. And Tom Brady is football. And you can hate him or love him. But but Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is football. That was the face of the NFL. Now, I'm loving all these new faces coming in to create the new era. Oh, new era of football. I can't wait. I talked about that on my last um, NFL Digest. I can't wait. I love the new era of football coming in. It's very exciting. But this is my platform to talk about. How Thomas Edward Patrick Brady is retired from the NFL. It was a moment for me. I honestly had one more year left. I, but then again, like I said in my NFL Digest, the way Tom got up from Aaron Donald cracking him, that told me a lot too. That told me, ouch, 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 ouch. As you guys know, last week, I had the amazing opportunity to interview Jesse Daniels, the billionaire networker. So you guys can have a review for it last week. But you, again, check out that interview. The interview was a lot of fun. It was great. I got to really learn a lot about Jesse and a lot about the path to the um, NBA and how things were altered and how, you know, you change your vision of how what you want. Because, again, a lot of young men and young women when they're young, they start playing professional, playing um, sports. A lot of them just have the dream of playing professional, and that dream can go several different ways, all depending on, you know, what college you go to, what program you're in, who is backing you, what who your mentors are. And with Jesse, it went didn't go the way he planned. However, he turned it into something bigger. He turned it into something huge. His own platform, his own businesses, his own own things he is doing. So check out that interview. It's very, very interesting. You get to hear a lot about a young man from from Harlem um, chasing his dreams to, um, to the, N- the NBA, to having a trial with some um, with an NBA team, actually two and played semi pro, and just doing a bunch of different things. And then to the point, he started his own business and is creating his own luxury playing luxury a luxury luxurious life for himself and for his people so it's a great interview to definitely check that out but definitely I had to talk about um Tom Brady retiring from football because I didn't get a chance to really get into that because the last time I was here we were just talking about the countdown to the Super Bowl okay and the other thing I want to talk about that's Tom Brady retiring. I, I can go on a whole episode just Tom Brady retiring and how wow that was to me. 
the halftime show. Oh, your girl's excited for the halftime show. You got Snoop, Mary J, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar. I am excited. I'm a huge Mary J. Blige fan, so I'm I'm really here for it. I love Snoop. Snoop is like my uncle in my head. I just enjoy him in every capacity. I love him in movies. I love I love almost all of Snoop's albums. I'm a huge Snoop fan, and I love his cadence. I love how he raps. I love how he, love how he talks. I am a huge Snoop Dogg fan, so I'm excited. Dr. Dre, you guys know that your girl is 420 friendly on here, so the crack album is I I got shout Snoop right now actually because Snoop did something that was freaking amazing because he just is amazing like that and he is now yes y'all as of today Snoop is the owner of Death Row Records who would you, would he have ever known that was gonna happen no awesomeness just more cool stuff happening randomly but I am just excited for the halftime show. Um, I, I like Kendrick Lamar. I like Kendrick Lamar. He's cool. He's cool. I like his flow. I, I have a few of his albums on my phone. Again, you guys know me. I got a lot of on my phone. Um, Eminem. Eminem, you know. I'm going cry. <laughs> I, got, I don't think I I think like one Eminem song on my phone. But, yep, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm here to see everybody perform. I'm here to see this, this concert. I'm excited for the halftime show. And... For you guys want to know what I'm going to be doing on Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to be eating with my family. And you know, it's going to be what's wings, bottles. You already know I'm not going to talk about what kind of bottles, but bottles. Um, chick- well, I said chicken wings. So wings, bottles, pizza. Probably a salad in there because, again, you know, she is doing what she got to do. As you guys have been seeing at the MTMV Facebook page, RC Sweat Challenge, you know, your girl is them kicking but i've been working out every single day i have you guys know spinning my thing spinning my workout plus lifting weights i've been working doing numbers on me so shout out to your girl 24 pounds down she's getting there she's getting there i officially decided that i'm wearing a leather outfit yes so wait until you see that i have so much going for my birthday i'm very very excited about that um and got a lot of gifts coming, so she's really, really happy about that. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about right now. And when we get back, we are going to dive into the NBA trades and what's been going on. Trade deadline is actually, by the time you guys get to this podcast, it will be Thursday. So Thursday by 3 p.m. Eastern time is the deadline for the NBA, and, um, NBA trades. I will talk to you about the ones that have already been traded so far, which were some huge trades. And potential ones by 3 p.m. tomorrow. So we'll be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Again, if you're so interested in starting your own podcast, but don't know where this to go, all you got to do is download Anchor. Anchor is the best place to record your podcast. You can record it, edit it, add it to it, publish it all on the same platform. 
And the best part of Anchor is it's all for free. And once you publish your podcast under Anchor, it goes to a variety of different podcast generators, such as Apple, Spotify, and even Anchor themselves. So if you're ready to make your podcast dreams come true, head on to anchor.com, download the app, or work with your computer, and start recording and make those podcast dreams a reality. Okay, everybody, let's get to some NBA trades. There's a lot going on. Everyone knows, of course, the trade deadline is February 10th by 3 p.m. Eastern time. So right now I'm going to update you guys what's what's already happened. The Jazz have um, acquired the Blazers' Alexander Walker that he has been traded. And the Spurs... I'm not even going to try to cross that young man's name. But um, the Kings, have um, they gave up Hilberton to Sabo- to get Sabonis. Ooh. The Pelicans landed McCollum from the Blazers, which we, I was shocked by that. I was shocked. I was hearing things. He might go to the Knicks. And, you know, if it's Nick news, you know your girl can't get attention. But when I saw him go to the Pelicans, part of my heart just crashed and burned. But it's okay. Um... Now, Dane is by himself in Portland. I don't, I was hoping maybe possible. Can you come to New York? Come play with the Knicks? But I know again, don't ever count out LeBron James. He might go and snatch up Damian Lillard. I don't, I, I don't count LeBron for nothing. And I was in my foot. Shoot, why not? The Pacers sent Levert to the Cavs for Rubio. The Clippers acquired Powell, uh, Covington, um, acquired Powell, Covington from the Blazers. The Knicks landed Reddish from the Hawks for not, wait, that's old. From the Hawks. <laughs> oh, that's old. That was all. Sorry, guys. I'm getting all this information sent to me at the same time. So we got some things to talk about. So. We already know the LA Lakers right now are struggling when it comes to their team. They have everything they need to be to be a playoff contender right now, right? To be the team that should be the team that beat, but in the West, but we know it's Golden State. So um what what should they do? And you know, I I on this platform will not talk bad about Russell Westbrook. Even though Russell Westbrook has been playing wild. Because it'd be like one game, Russ is just all over the place, missing shots, can't shoot a jumper, can't shoot a uh, can't, can't shoot a free throw, can't hit a layup. But then he'll put up 40 next to that game. It's just so inconsistent. But we don't do Russell Westbrook slander on this pocket. No. But it's I don't think he he's happy in LA. He's like, yeah, I'm done this. It's time to go. Even though that's wild, that is so wild, but that's what it's giving. It's giving he's ready to go. It's giving ready to go. So I think the Lakers should trade him. They need to get somebody. The Lakers need to get him off the team. Because it's just it hasn't been a good fit. And I, sorry to say, it just 
has to be a good fit and you gotta call you know call it when you see it right alert to playing the trailblazers actually right now and they are leading while russ is sitting out so i know laker fans are like uh, praise god but russ was supposed to be there in case lebron wasn't to be able to lead that offense but he it just hasn't been a good fit i know lebron loves russ i love russ so like we all love russ except Stephen A. Smith. So it's like, I know that we want to see him succeed. We want to see his chip, but I just don't think this is the team for him. So that, I believe the Lakers are probably going to find a way to make some movement by that, like at 2.58 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern time. So that's my prediction. Something's going to happen tomorrow with Russ. But then again, I don't know who can, like at this point, I don't know. Like AD needs to step it up. AD's been playing soft. But we know that. We know that. But LeBron, LeBron can't do it all by himself. I know he's exhausted trying to do it all by himself. I'm going to keep it real. But, yeah. It's just the Lakers. I know Lakers fans are exhausted. You're exhausted. But welcome to the Knicks world. Okay? Welcome to how it is to be a Knicks fan. You're just exhausted. But hey, you're the number nine seed right now, so yeah, you'll see how it turns out. Um, also, I forgot to mention a few different things that happened in the NFL with the um, with coaches. So I'm going to quickly backstep to football before I jump into an NBA update. With football, my Giants have a coach, and whoa, I forgot we didn't talk about this last week because I was doing an interview with Jesse, but um. Brian Flores is suing the NFL. Well, I always focus on the Giants and the Broncos and uh, I think think this is Dolphins still. I don't think so. But there was some nonsense going on over there where he told me if I get the story, if I didn't get everything right here, just tell you guys she didn't get it all right. But um, he got a text from Bill Belichick being congratulated on a position he didn't get to interview for yet. And he wasn't, he will be interviewed for the position with the Giants. I actually wanted Brian Flores on our team because then I thought that would probably bring me Sean Watson. Like, um, how would the Giants not get Brian Flores? We got um, another Brian. I forgot. But yeah, <laughs> we didn't get Brian Flores. Um, and we're just going to move on. And then, like, also our coach is down with Danny Jones. So yeah. That's happening, guys. We actually we got sorry, we got Brian um Brian DeBolt. He was the um the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Again, he worked with Josh Allen. That's uh, that's very helpful because Danny Jones definitely is not Josh Allen. So yeah, let's let's um Let's turn him into Josh Allen. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, I'm here for that. But um, yeah, Brian um both is suing the NFL because he, you know, he got screwed over. He got screwed over. And uh, like I said on the M- M- MTMV show, I think they're gonna sell outside of court. This is not something you want to bring to a courtroom. No, I feel like the um, NFL is going to just pay for um pay a, a lump sum to him. 
Uh, Roger Goodell met with the S- and um, and um, the ACB. I don't. Yeah, everything but hiring a black coach. I, I don't. I'm not gonna get into that. That just made me look at roll my eyes and laugh. Power of the Texans did hire a black coach. They hired Lovey Smith. Um, the um, he's also he's a former um, Buccaneers and Bears head coach. So we shall see. We shall see how that goes. Again, the Texans definitely need a reboot and recharge because they have been an absolute disaster. So let's see how that goes. See if you turn that team around. Also, for a Giants musical game, I'm a Giants fan. Um, the Giants, their new defensive coordinator has been named. And homie looks like he is a vibe that I can get with. I, I think I'm I'm excited about my Giants team. How I can just oh my gosh, guys! I tell you, every time I try to have everything up, things like to not work so that she can't be successful. Hmm. But anyway, um, Giants have a new um, uh, defensive coordinator that is supposed to really do some good for us. Like so, I'm here for it. Giants need some change. They need to change the offense for sure. We change the defense. So this man's gonna get get us right. I think he's a good hire. And I have literally his stats, but not his name. So this is really, really embarrassing and stupid. So <laughs> bear with me, everybody, while my technology wants to crash while I'm up with you. His, oh, sorry, yeah. His name is Don Martindale. They call him Wink. Yes, Don Martindale. Our new defensive coordinator. Worked with the Ravens. Good. So we got we got some we got a good coach. We got a good GM. We got a new young GM. Good head a good solid um, head coach that knows how to work with a quarterback. Thank God. And a good defensive coordinator. Coordinator, so we got some, we got some goodness rolling in here. Okay, we got some goodness rolling in here. So I'm here. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it. And let's get to this and uh, NBA update now, okay? Because I'm tired of myself not working. Okay, so we're starting from Monday. We have the Raptors. Uh, fell to the Hornets. No, they beat the Hornets. 116 to 101. In this game, our leaders were Pascal Saikan with 24 points, shot 10 out of 16 from the field, completed two out of three, of his, two out of five of his free throws, while Miles Bridges had shot 25 points, completed eight out of 17 from the field, shot seven out of seven of his free throws. Pa- Pascal Saikan also led with rebounds with 11 rebounds, while PJ Washington had nine. Pascal Sackham took over the board with leadership because he led with assists with eight assists. While La- Lamelo Ball had nine. The Heat beat the Wizards one twenty one to one hundred. The Suns beat the Bulls one twenty seven to one twenty four. The Warriors beat the Thunder one eleven to ninety eight. The Knicks fell to the Jazz 104 to 113. 
In the next game, we have our leaders, Julius Randle with 30 points, shot 10 as well, 20 from the field, depleted eight as of 12 as free throws. Donovan Mitchell had 32 points. Ooh. Shot 13 out of 26 from the field, completed four out of six of his free throws. Leader rebounds, Mitchell Robinson had 21 rebounds. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Utica, um, Utica, Utica, I, baby, you know, I, I can't. Utica, Utica. As Buki, I really tried right there, y'all. Give me props. Had 14 rebounds. Shout out to you, homie. While RJ Barrett had six assists and Michael Conley had seven. On Tuesday, we had a long list of games, so bear with me, guys. Because um, starting our games off, we have the Suns beat the 76ers 114 to 109. The Pacers fell to the Hawks 112 to 133. In this game, our leaders were Chris um, Dart with 25 points, shot 8 out of 16 from the field, completed 7 out of 7 free throws. Trey Young had a great game with 34 points, shot 13 out of 20 from the field, completed 2 out of 2 of his free throws. Terry Taylor with 10 rebounds, Clint Capella had 12. Lance Stevenson, he had 8 assists, while Trey Young had 11. The Celtics beat the Nets 126-91. Ooh, that's a beat down. Let's see why. Also, James Harden trade rumors are out there again. James Harden doesn't want to be with the Brooklyn Nets. That's what's being said. We don't know. We will get If you see anything, it'll be on my Twitter. I will be tweeting and be keeping you updated what's going on with these trades for the show. But... Jalen Brown, he had 22 points, shot 9 out of 12 from the field, completed 3 out of 4 of his free throws. Um, Javon Carter had 21 points, shot 7 out of 16 from the field. Um, Ernest, uh, no, yeah, Ernest Freedom had 12 rebounds, while um, Dayron Sharp had 9 rebounds. Jalen Brown had nine assists while James Johnson had five. The Clippers fell to the Grizzlies nine, 109 to 135. The Rockets fell to the Pelicans 97 to 110. The Pistons, they fell to the Mavericks 86 to 116. The Knicks fell to the Nuggets, 115 to 132. The Bucks beat the Lakers, 131 to 116. The leaders in this game was Giannis with 44 points, shot 17 out of 20 from the field, uh, completed 8 out of 13 of his free throws, while LeBron James had 27 points, shot 11 out of 19 from the field, and completed 2 out of 4 of his free throws. Giannis led with rebounds with 14 rebounds while Russell Westbrook had 10. Drew Holiday had 10 assists while LeBron had 8. Also, the Knicks and the Lakers had a crazy game. Quickly just throwing it back to Saturday because I was actually away, everybody. I got out of town. But I'm just going to talk about the Knicks and Lakers game from Saturday, which went into overtime. It was 
bonkers. For the leaders in that game, we have R.J. Barrett with 36 points, shots, 13 out of 28 from the field, completed a 6 out of 9 with free throws. LeBron James left for the Lakers with 29 points, shot 13 out of 24 from the field, completed 1 out of 2 of his free throws. Julius Randle led with rebounds with 16 rebounds, while Anthony Davis, who should lead rebounds with Tall's 19, led um, with 17. Julius Randle led with assists with 7 assists, while LeBron James had 10. This game was not what I was expecting personally. I was shocked by my Knicks because my Knicks did pretty good the first half. We did really well. Um, the third quarter, which is the Knicks kryptonite, fell off. Only put up 13 points the whole third quarter while the Lakers put up 31. Mm-hmm. So we were trailing and we had to get back in the game in the fourth to go into overtime to literally lose by seven. Knicks lost 115 and 122. But it was a great game. Great um, um, three-point shot to tie the game up from R.J. Barrett since overtime. Great defensive plays to keep us to make sure we can get in overtime. I was proud of my Knicks. I think we played really well that, that game. We played very hard with our heart. So I had to bring it up because I talked about the Knicks and I talked about the Lakers. So we'll talk about the Magic beat the Trailblazers 113-95. to The Timberwolves beat the Kings 134-114. to on for our Wednesday lineup, we had the Spurs fall to the Cavs 92 to 105. The Bulls beat the Hornets um 121 to 109. The Raptors beat OKC 117 to 98. Now I also wanted to make sure I mentioned the other trades because I didn't know Tristan Thompson was traded again. I wanted to let you guys know where Tristan Thompson will be playing basketball in the future. If it will allow me, because when you Google Tristan Thompson, you don't get basketball. First, you get a bunch of nonsense, because that's... Whew! Now you'll get to it. That's not, that's not what we're here for. Okay. If I'm correct, the Patriots are not chosen. Um, well, I guess Justin Thompson is supposed to be heading to Sacramento. So you guys, when it comes to trades, your girl be trying to keep up because a lot be happening at the same time. And it's very, very confusing to your girl. But her analytical skills are going to tap in right now. The faces are still... Um, the, the, actually, the Pacers were deciding about the buyout for Tristan Thompson or or play him. They don't know yet. So they might. They don't know. Actually, we are going to still on limbo about Tristan Thompson. I will keep it updated when I get the information. I will be saying it on my Twitter so you guys can know what's going on with that. And the last thing we're going to talk about before we close for today... Is I want to take a second to shout out um, Gerald Williams. Gerald Williams is Derek Jr.'s best friend. Maybe he also played with the Yankees. He actually passed away um, yesterday at eight of well Tuesday at eight of fifty five from cancer. I'm shouting him out because of two things: not because he's only a Yankee, but cancer stuff. So. I wanted to get in this moment, and again, you also know those who know my baseball side of me. Derek G's my favorite player, 
He's the reason why I like the Yankees. I, I'm a huge diehard Yankees fan because I'm a huge Derek Jeter fan and I'm a New Yorker, so naturally Yankees. So like, um, and he was part of the Yankee dynasty, prior Yankee dynasty. Uh, again, we played with Jeter, Hall of Famer. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all know Jeter's a Hall of Famer. I'm not gonna tell you that. That's like just common knowledge at this point. But that it's just um very sad that uh, that happened. So I want to just to shout out him, shout him out. Um, he, Joe Williams, he was young, and again, like I was talking to you guys about last week. When it comes to what's going on in this world, mental health, if all this is um these people passing away young and past all these things going on, I know it's a lot, a lot for your spirit, a lot for you to take, especially if you are someone who's close to people that have passed away young or that are sick or that are going through a lot right now, or you just lose people left and right. This is still a platform again where I am open for a talk the discussion open to listen um because i think it's important to have people tell you that that you, that they are listening i have no i want to listen to people that are going through a lot that need a listening ear that's why i'm here um besides the fact that i'm a podcast host the foundation owner i i would not be doing my own foundation justice if i wasn't listening to people so, if you need to talk to Norna Tips, your girl, you can hit her up on her DMs in Instagram and, and on Twitter at Nor N O R A underscore Natish N A T I H. Um, re- actually, last week, uh, what I want to talk about right now, my sorority was honoring um, something called do something called Pink Goes Red for um, for. Pretty much a celebrating with the heart, a heart disease, and people that have suffered from issues with their heart. Um, my when it comes to my heart connections to people, my father had an enlarged heart. My godmother had a weak heart. Heart um, heart issues do run in my family, so I take um, the American Heart Association and all the things they do very seriously. And I wanted to just down here as well. Um, as someone, I I myself deal with stuff with my heart, but I have been, of course, doing what I'm supposed to do, taking care of myself and, you know, take, take all the measurements and precautions that I need to do to make sure I'm, I'm okay. But I take um, Pink Goes Red and heart, um, heart Association Month very seriously because it's important that we take time to realize that there's a lot going on but we can't, we can't our health. We can't ignore our health. We can't ignore the signs. We got to fo- be focused on a lot. There's a lot that we have to pay attention to each and every day. When it comes to our bodies, when your body says stop, you must stop. Your heart is overworking itself. You got to relax. got to calm down. And anxiety is something that a lot of people suffer with, um, which also um, speeds up the heart. So all these things are important when it comes to your body and your mental and your physical you have to right now especially during the season it's cold people are getting sick also COVID comes are coming down praise God but like 
this is a time where people do get sick. We originally our biggest our biggest fighter was the flu, bronchitis, pneumonia. Now we have COVID throwing that mix. If your body is saying that I am not okay, I need to figure this out. Listen to it. It's life or death in some cases. So I want to take this time to just acknowledge the American Heart Association for all that they do and for the programs that they put on to help us all get active and be able to protect our hearts and improve our heart health. I also want to acknowledge those who are going or in dark places right now, that there is light at the end of those tunnels that is positivity. You go through a lot to get to that positivity. And I wanted to share a quote that I that I saw this morning that I had to post on social media because it was just, it just made perfect sense. And it also was closely related to what I go, what I'm going through currently, my private life. So I wanted to share it with you guys. Expect expecting people to do what you would do in a situation only leads you to disappointment, not theirs. To your your disappointment, not theirs. So what that means, that's why Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. What that means is when you expect people to act a certain way and they fail in that action, you're only leading yourself to disappointment. If you expect people to do how you move. If you are a person that's kind, loving, and you expect people to move like you in certain situations, you're already expecting pain. The best thing you can do for yourself in this life is to keep as much peace around you as possible. And by doing that is by distancing yourself in certain situations, not always being right, which is hard for people like me. Not always being right. Even when you are right, accept you're wrong. Because what is it? Is it easier to live in the, the, the haze that comes with it? Or is it just better to be in peace? And one thing I can say about people who suffer with anxiety, they don't have any peace. They feel like there's no peace. So having the ability to pick peace over chaos, pick peace every time. When you have that ability, take peace. Don't take the, don't, the win is not always necessary. The win can cause you more, more headache than just, to get, just taking the peace side. So I just want to share with everybody today, because again, I do know also for those that, you know, are not celebrating Valentine's Day, those that are kind of upset about it. This is a hard time. It's a hard time to, to not have somebody, have a companion, have somebody to talk to, and that listens to you and is there for you. So again, your girl Nora Tish is here to listen to how you are doing. I'm here to open up my, um, again, I'm not a licensed therapist, I'm not a clinical therapist at all. I know several, but I'm not one. But I'm here to listen and provide words of encouragement, words of comforting, and also just to sit there and be an open ear. All right, that's it, everybody. Again, V reports part of um, hashtag wear a mask. We are still in a global pandemic, so please continue to wear a mask to recover from nose to chin, not nose to lip or lip to chin, nose to chin to protect you from this um, COVID 19 pandemic as much as possible. Um, keep just stay safe out there. Find your joy, find that peace in this chaotic world. Find it for yourself. You deserve it. 
see you next time. Stay blessed. Bye. Also, no NFL Digest. It's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. The last episode of NFL Digest will be next week. Um, wrapping up the 2022 Super Bowl. So catch y'all next week. Bye.